Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Luke Tuma podcast. We have some breaking news, some unfortunate news, but news nonetheless. Unfortunately, Papa John has resigned from his head of the Papa John's Pizza Company. He used to be the CEO, the founder, the namesake of Papa John's Pizza. He will no longer be working there after using the N-word multiple times. Unfortunately, this is a big shock to the Italian-American community. I, for one, am an Italian-American. I'm very torn up inside about it. Chase, you're Italian as well. A little bit. A little bit. Chase is enough Italian enough. Upset. He's very torn up about this. We're kidding. Andrew Cuomo's resigned, everybody. Close enough, right? Close yeah, enough. Huh? Almost. Papa John, Andrew Cuomo, tomato, tomato, sauce, sauce, whatever you want, to, however you say it, you know? Mm. Cuomo's resigned. He's unfortunately got to go back to uh, making garlic knots. It is what it is, right? Huh? Huh? He had a long, good run as the governor of New York, but he is now going to have to learn how to make an arancini, and that's just what it is. You know, (laughs) unfortunately, unfortunately, that's it. You know, it it, it sucks. You know, if you go to whatever Italian restaurant Andrew Cuomo opens up after this, be sure to be careful what you're eating. You never know if he's going to try to poison your grandma. Uh, he, he's had a long track, track record of doing that. So just be careful around the guy. You know, whatever pasta store he opens, just be careful. You know, you can get the pasta. Don't get the sauce. He might be tossing a little something, something in there. He's a dangerous man. He's been forced to resign. And this is, uh, dude, I, I think this is an unfortunate day for creepy Italian uncles everywhere, I yeah. would say. You know, every uncle that kisses your girlfriend's forehead and you're like, you know, Uncle Tony, relax. Those guys are torn up right now. The era they were is like, I'm just being me, you know? Come on. Oh, you grab a tit here and there. That's how we talk to each other. Right? That's how he was governing the state of New York. But no more. No more. He's done. And look, I'm not getting joy in this. It's not like I've hated Andrew Cuomo since the beginning of the pandemic and have been rooting for his demise. That's not what's going on, right? I think this is a win for the victims. Right. Yes. And for... Anybody who hates arrogant old Italian guys, it's, it's also a win for them. So, unfortunately, that's it. He's going to be stuffing peppers from now on. It is what it is, mm-hmm. right? He's cutting the prosciutto. He's, he's got some skills in the, you know, right? Yeah, he's got to. We know he's good with his hands, right? Huh, Andrew? You seem to think you're good with your hands, don't you? He's done. It, it just happened a couple minutes ago. My girlfriend's very torn up. She's a, she's a Cuomo sexual as they call them. Those shirts got to go out. Those, those, those have got to be fully in stock, huh? DeSantis is pumping that merch. DeSantis' right merch is fucking killing Cuomo's <laughs> merch right now. That's for sure, dude. Oh, my God, man. It is. Uh, I'm going to be in New York this weekend. If you guys are going to be in town, come see my show. Saturday, August 14th, 9.30 p.m. at the Triad Theater in the Upper West Side. Andrew Cuomo, if you want to come, I know you, you got nothing to do now. <laughs> Feel free to come, Andrew. I'll comp you a ticket, you and your family, and whatever fucking aids, you know, uh, gubernatorial aids that you're going to bring with you, those poor ladies. No, Andrew, if you'd like to come to the show, you can try to wear something other than a wife beater. It is a nice venue. So Cuomo and everybody else will see you there this Saturday, August 14th. Sounds good, huh? Mm -hmm. There we go. Guys, (laughs) yeah, DeSantis is killing Cuomo, merch-wise. Those Cuomo sexual shirts, they were fucking selling like hotcakes, right? Dude, those are – that my buddy and I were talking how funny would it be to just wear, start wearing them now mm-hmm. if I just started rocking a Cuomo sexual hoodie, you know? It was just like – it's just it's just a really good shirt. 
Like I just acted like it was just a fashion choice. Mm. I just I just love the shirt. It's just I don't I didn't know it meant anything. I just wanted to wear my Cuomo sexual merch. Mm-hmm. Is that so bad? Uh, DeSantis is killing him though with that "Don't Fauci My Florida" merch we talked about. Yeah, it's gonna be a big Florida a, item down here. That those are gonna be big sellers, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty-four thousand new cases of Corona in one day. But hey, DeSantis's <laughs> merch flying off the shelves like he's fucking the Nelk boys, you know. So not bad. Rest in peace, Andrew Cuomo. We wish you the best here on the Luke Tuma podcast. But it is what it is, you know. We're we're technically doing better than you at this point. Which is a good feeling, right? Yeah. It's a good sure. feeling that Chase and I are technically have better careers than Andrew <laughs> Cuomo right now. It feels good, dude. I'm not a fan. I, I, if, if you listen to the podcast, you know that. Come on. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? If you listen to the podcast, you know. can never tell. You can never tell. Yeah. It's not like I talk shit about Andrew Cuomo every other episode. <laughs> not a fan. Look, I'm not a fan of the guy. Okay? I think he's arrogant. I think he, uh, he's been doing some fondling. Mm-hmm. We don't want our governors fondling us, do we? No. You don't want Andrew Cuomo grabbing your tits, do you? Can't say I do. He does. I don't want him grabbing my tits. I'll tell you that right now. So, I think this is a win. I think it's time for Andrew to grow, you know, mm-hmm. and change, and fucking, you know, you know what it is. Cut some fresh mozzarella for us, mm-hmm. you know. Make us a little Italian sub. I like that. Right. You can get a job at Stasio's, the local Italian deli here in Orlando. I can put in a good word for you. Chase and I both go to Stasio's, Andrew. We can go by. We can drop off your resume. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive resume if you want to be a deli worker. I got to say, former governor of New York. Right. He's Not bad, there. right? Yeah. Not bad, You might stand a chance. <laughs> oh, my God. That poor bastard. Well, you know, he's not a poor bastard. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but this is what it is. You know, it's fine. I don't even need to talk shit about him anymore. We're winning. We got the W there. Mm. It was a long battle, but we got the W. Yeah, dude, peak pandemic. I was rooting. For, I was like hoping that guy got struck by lightning. I was like, dude, this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. He was like, we have an orange zone and a blue zone and a red zone, <laughs> and we put those zones into effects three weeks ago. That's how he talks, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's a cartoon. Yeah, dude, he talks like the fucking manager of an Italian steakhouse. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's like, can we get somebody else? I'm, I'm Italian, and I would rather... We don't need Italian leaders. It's too much. Dude, Italian guys could be, like, homeless on the street, and they think they're, like, they're like have the confidence and arrogance of, like, P. Diddy. Right. Like, you, get, you put that guy in the governor's office, <laughs> dude, he's going to think he's a god. We don't need... It's, it's all right. We don't need that. Italians, we're good on that, you know? Yeah. I think we're fine. We don't need any more Italian leaders. That's a valid point. Right? Mm-hmm. Rudy Giuliani, Andrew Cuomo... These are your kings. These are your Italian kings. We don't need them, dude. I think DeSantis is technically Italian, all right? Probably. That kind of explains a lot. <laughs> you know, I like to pretend like I'm a big Ron DeSantis fan, but it, it, it would explain his general vibe as well. <laughs> He's a wild man, dude. He's a wild man. But we're, we're back. If you guys are new to the podcast, old to the podcast, what have you, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. On Apple or Spotify or YouTube or wherever the fuck you listen. I don't know. Some weird Russian site where you get your podcasts. It's a free podcast. Subscribe. Share it with your friends. You know, I'm here with Chase Cesarian. We're back. We are back. We were in town this weekend. We were. Uh, we, we didn't go away. Tits out for Trump was last weekend. Mm-hmm. This weekend, we stayed local. We talked to, uh, talked to people around Lake Eola. Mm-hmm. You know, met that Aloha guy. Aloha guy was... 
That guy was pretty wild, convincing. Huh? He was, huh? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, he was this guy was like a cartoon of a Hawaiian person. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, he was just like, dude, you got to live he's like, you got to live aloha, bro. Bro, you got to live aloha. He's like, aloha is the beginning, the end. It is the one of all of us. I was asking those guys that we were talking to, like we, everybody we talked to, like had like an inherent truth inside of them, mm. and we, I would ask them, "What do you? What is the meaning of life?" They would all answer the question unironically, just like this is the meaning, mm-hmm. you know, just dead serious, like this is it. This is I know this is the meaning, and then we know it's the meaning, and now we know yeah. it, the meaning of life is good content <laughs> <laughs> for us. That's what it is. It's, it is what it is. You know, come on. Um, did you see the uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal thing? What's the Jake Gyllenhaal thing? He says he doesn't bathe. Of course he doesn't. Right? These actors are out of their minds. Dude, they're, dude I'm so sick of them. Yeah. It's like, dude, we have like YouTubers, podcasters, social media stars where you see seven hours a day of their lives. Twitch mm-hmm. streamers. You know what a, Twitch, what a Twitch streamer, who they are, what they do, where they fucking live. I don't know if that's a good thing. But the curtain has been pulled up on celebrity. That's it. You can meet these people whenever you want. You can talk to them directly. You can comment, and they'll answer your comments live on stream. Mm. You can submit questions to a podcast, and they'll answer the the questions on the podcast. You can communicate with your stars. These old-school celebrities where it's like, yeah, I don't bathe, and I live on the top of a mountain, and I, you know— I've, I, I, I don't have light or running water. It's taught me a lot about myself. Like, that whole thing, these people trying to pretend like they're poor people, you know? Yeah. That shit's done. The <laughs> actors, enough, dude. Just enough. Just be like, just be, re, just relax, mm-hmm. you know? That is one thing I will say, like, about Pete Davidson is, like, whenever he talks, he's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't even think I should be here. Like, this is this is so weird for me. I'm just an idiot. Like, he, at least, there's, like, an honesty to him. Mm. But these, like, A-list guys, like Jake Gyllenhaal, he's like, I don't bathe because it's so much better for your skin, you know, the natural the natural oils of your skin to just be out on you. You know, you're not supposed to bathe that often. Like, he's talking down to us. Yeah. But he's like, you shouldn't shower and wash yourself. He's like, I know. You guys have shitty skin because you clean your bodies. But I know. I know the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's don't clean yourself. It's like, you you can't condescend to me when you're the smelly guy. Right. You know what I mean? Did he mention, like, what the threshold is? Like, how many days does he go without a shower? Or he is says it, like, it not very often. Not very often is what he said. So, I don't know. I would say. Okay. So, it's up to interpretation. To me, that's maybe. maybe Four sh- days? A week. No, like every four days. Oh, yeah, that's what I would say. Okay, I was gonna say four days a week. You wouldn't say like I don't bathe. No, no. I bet he. Sh- I bet he washes himself. He probably ba- showers once or twice a week. That's not good. That's it's a, a little. It's a little much there. Disgusting. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's like something you do when you're like sick and in bed, and you're just like bedridden. Yeah. And like I haven't showered in three days, and you're like oh, I smell, and you're like all right, I gotta like walk walk my sick ass over to the shower. It's not a flex. Yeah, don't flex on us that you stink, dude. <laughs> don't will you sh- like the the arrogance to be like how up your own ass and in your own world are you? Where you're like you know you guys might not get it, but I don't bathe because if you don't know, it's good for your skin. You know, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher apparently also said that they don't. Wa- they don't like really like to wash their kids. That's fucked. <laughs> that right? They don't like to 
They don't like to wash their kids. Those kids are getting bullied. Yeah, dude. I mean, let me see. Ashton Kutcher kids bath. <laughs> That's going to be it's pretty creepy. <laughs> pretty creepy Google search. I'll say that. Ashton yeah. Kutcher kids bath. <laughs> dude, I'm definitely on a list now. Ashton, they, they, they sparked controversy because they don't fucking like to wash their kids, dude. Yahoo's the worst fucking... What do they do? They were on Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast, and they said last week that neither they nor their kids have a daily full-body washes. If you can see dirt on them, clean them, Kutcher said of his approach to bathing his kids. Otherwise, there's no point. Kunis added that she wasn't a parent that bathed my newborns, ever, agreeing to Shepard's argument that soaping up every day can strip the body of its natural oils. Monica Padman, the co-host, asked who taught who taught you not to wash the couple explains that they shower infrequently but they do wash their vitals armpits and groins daily kunis also washes her face twice a day while kutcher noted that he'll splash water on his face after a workout this is weird but they don't shower so they do wash but they don't shower wait they wash their dicks and pussies yeah and like the sink dude is the kutcher family just washing their cocks over the kitchen sink (laughs) What it like? What is wrong with these people, dude? Yeah. What do you mean? You felt the need to tell us that? <laughs> Just so you know, my balls are clean. The rest of me, no. Mm-hmm. And she's also like, I wash my face twice a day, and I wash my armpits and my pussy daily, but I don't shower. Like, dude, you're only doing that because you want to feel better than everybody else. Yeah. Like you, you want to be clean, but you want to be like too cool for school. You're like, oh, I don't I don't shower. It strips your body of its natural oils. I mean, I do wash my face twice a day and I wash my my pussy and my armpits every single day. It's like, so you just you just have really dirty forearms? I don't understand. Like, you just have dirty elbows? Is that what that is? It might be. Like you need the natural oils on your on your kneecaps? Just get in the shower. You're washing the important stuff every day anyways. Mhm. Be like, dude, as long as we we don't wash our kids unless we see dirt on them. Like, dude, you're making your, you're like purposely making your kids like weirdo fucking Hollywood people. Yeah. Who are going to stink. You're also making your kids freaks. You, they're going to be the stinky kid. Yeah. Remember the stinky kid? Did you, did you have a stinky kid in school? Oh, there's always a stinky kid. There's always a stinky kid. There's always one. Why do they stink? Is it, you think it's a natural thing or it's like a bad parenting thing? I think it's a bad parenting thing. Clearly and also it's a bad parenting thing. <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah, you already answered the question. Yeah, there was this girl in in grade school that stunk <laughs> bad. I'm not gonna say her name, even though Chase was deathly worried I was gonna say her name. I'm not. She was a sweetheart. She had like a rough childhood, and okay. then she proceeded to smell like horrible for like years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was torn, even at that young age, like the age of 12, I was torn between, like, I feel bad for what happened to her, but also, like, will you fucking shower? <laughs> like, will you just clean your body? I mean, what are you what are you doing? Dude, there's adults. I've met adults. There are these two comics that, like, date each other, and they live in New York City, um, and I'm not going to say their names either. Um, <laughs> but, dude, they were telling us, like, yeah, we only shower, like, once a week, and they both stunk. Yeah. It's like, you stink. Like, you know you stink. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're into each other's, like, stinkiness? Probably. Ugh. I mean, it has to be if 
both of you are doing it. Dude, stinky comics having sex. I can't imagine anything more nightmarish. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare, dude. Just telling each other bad jokes and mm-hmm. having smelly-ass sex. Ugh. Dude, wash yourself. Wash your kids. That's fucking... They should call CPS yeah, on Ashton should. Kutcher and Mila. I think so. Dude, is that going to be the new Hollywood trend? We don't shower. Well, yeah. They need new roles, man. Dude, they need What's a What's Ashton new- Kutcher doing? I don't know. That's a good... Po- oh, he's in that show, The Ranch, on Netflix. Have you seen that? No. I watched one episode. I was in college because obviously I went to school with film majors. And my boy Henry was like, dude, you got to watch this new Netflix sitcom called The Ranch with me. I said, why? Ugh. It's probably the worst 20 minutes of television <laughs> I've ever. Dude. By, by a long shot. Dude, really? So what, what's by, so bad about it? It's just very, it's like Ashton Kutcher's on a farm with like his brother and his dad. And it's just like, they have the laugh track still. It, it's just... It's exactly the, what you would imagine it to be. The fact that they're still making sitcoms. Yeah. It's it is 2021. That's what I'm saying. When was the la- the last successful one started what? 10 years ago like Big Bang Theory? Probably. I, I mean, mean I guess like the, the ranch is successful. Term. Who's yeah. watching these? <laughs> Who's who is like who is living in the past to the extent where you still like fall for a laugh track? Like, oh, that's where I laugh. Maybe the people of Houston. Yeah, the people of the people of Houston and Dallas, Texas. Maybe there is a market. Yeah, bro, you fuckers <laughs> need a laugh track, you dumb fat fucks. <laughs> Sorry if you're from Houston. One of my biggest fans is from Houston. I feel bad a little bit, but mm. like, no, I, I don't. Sorry, dude. I'm sure exception. you're not dumb or fat, but not a fan of your city. I Doesn't mean, watch the ranch, dude. The ranch, huh? Netflix. <laughs> yeah. God, I think you should watch the first episode at some point. Yeah, give, give the review on the podcast. Is it still a thing? It might still be going. God, dude. Jesus. The Ranch. Because I watched back when it was season one. God, so This was probably like 2018-ish. The Ranch. Rooster jokes. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Who the hell's that? That's Heather. You used to date her. <laughs> Not Heather. God, what, what is she, is she on a date? I don't know. It's a pregnant lady doing all a date. Is this for real? His character actually has a southern accent? Yeah, this is the character. I'm just saying, it's weird. Dude, he's not even trying to sound like a good southern person. Dude, this is unwatchable. Are you kidding me? It's literally Ashton Kutcher half-assing his way through a fucking southern accent. And trying to fix it in post. Oh, dude. What are we doing? Also, the other guy on it, Danny Masterson's a serial rapist. You know that? Hide no. from say. Hide I don't know from, who he is. Say by the Bell. It's so funny you said that. Hide from uh, that 70s show. Okay. Did you ever watch that 70s show? Never. It sucks dick, dude. <laughs> Anybody who thinks it's funny, fuck you. It's it's terrible. That Friends, like that whole group of comedy, I just never watched it. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Like, and I'm not saying this to be arrogant. Like, this this is this will show you what comedians are supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. I'm on the better looking side of comics. I'm one of the better looking comedians. There's better looking guys than me, of course, but I'm on the better looking side. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good looking. I look like a normal guy. But that's but that's because funny people are ugly for the most part. Yeah. Or like me where you grew up fat and ugly and then you trim down a little bit and then you put on weight during the pandemic and you're trying hard to take it off. Mm-hmm. Like me. 
No, like, dude, you look you look either normal or fat or whatever. If you're, dude, if you look like Ashton Kutcher or when they put Ryan Rent, like Ryan Reynolds is the new comedic leading man, mm-hmm. like, stop, stop. <laughs> why? Why? Just let him be the hot guy in a thing. Like, mm-hmm. why do you need to fucking pump terrible jokes through Ashton Kutcher's stupid, unwashed mouth? <laughs> like, unbathed, fucking beautiful face. And he's just spitting out these terrible lines. Dude, those, those writers on that show must be half-assing it to an extent we couldn't even imagine. That's not even half-assing it. Half-assing it would give you ten times the results of that show. God, dude. The Ranch on Netflix. What yeah. a nightmare. It was so unfun. He's literally like, yeah, well, I used to date her. He didn't even do it that way. I can't even. I'm too good at a southern accent <laughs> to do his southern accent. That's how bad it was. And bad he, show. Uh, dude, beautiful people like that. Don't, like, why do, why do we need them to be funny? Like, what do we... What are we trying to prove? I don't understand. I've never right. understood that. Like, let's take this super hot chick and try to make her be funny. Why? Just have her be hot. Everyone would prefer if she doesn't talk. Let's be honest. Do you want to see Mila Kunis talk? Do you care about anything Mila Kunis has to say? Well, she's no. talking about the showers. When she's, <laughs> unless she's talking about how she doesn't wash her fucking kids because she's a psycho. Like, what, what do you... Like, why? Gorgeous people telling jokes. We don't We don't need it. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine, dude. The time has passed. No, just funny people are not so... Funny people look like Louis C.K. They're fat, balding, fucking redheads who are angry at the world. Or at best, they look like fucking me or like Tom Segura or like, you know, fucking... I don't know. Uh, like Bill Burr is not a normal-looking guy. Sebastian Maniscalco is a decent-looking guy. You know what I mean? Like Chris D'Elia was considered... Like, the real hot comic that, like, women loved. He's a good-looking guy, but he doesn't look like... He's not, like, gorgeous leading man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Right. You're not... You're he's not... He's always going to be in that category. Yeah. It's interesting, though, to see... I will say, I'm kind of contradictory, because, like, do you know Hassan Minaj? I know the name. He's, like, an Indian guy. He had a show on uh, Netflix a couple of my friends wrote for, and he's had, like, Netflix specials and stuff. He's He's... He's not that funny to me. I mean, personally, I don't want to diss the guy. I'm sure I, from from all accounts, I've heard he's a very nice guy. But I will say, I was, I was talking. I'll just fucking say, it. I was talking to a couple of my friends who wrote for his old show, and they were like, he's so unfunny. They were writing for his show. They were writing his jokes and like hanging out with him all day, and they were like, he's so unfunny. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's like the least funny person ever. And then they like didn't get it, and we were sitting at one of their apartments, and they're like, why is he so successful? Like, he's not funny. He's never been funny. Comics don't think he's funny. Like, I don't think he gets lots of laughs. Like, but the guy's super famous. Like, sells out. Dude, he's going to do three sold-out shows at Radio City Music Hall. Okay. Like, the guy could do Amway if he wanted, probably. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, he's beautiful. I'm looking at the guy, and, like, he's like, he's so good-looking, he's, like, shiny. I'm like, he's, like, he's like kind of glistening, glowing, you know? I get it. He's more fun to look at than me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's just facts. Like, it's that's another thing. So on the, on the flip side, I guess, on one side, I'm like, why the fuck are we trying to make Ashton Kutcher funny? Like, don't, enough now. On the other side of that, I'm like, I mean, it is nice to look at a better looking face, you know? You and the average person doesn't want, like, doesn't even understand good comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to be fair, Big Bang Theory is like one of the biggest shows in the world. I mean, it's horrendous. I remember I was with my ex-girlfriend, and we were in 
Philadelphia and we were staying at her dad's, her stepdad's best childhood best friend's place. These two guys, old school black dudes, grew up in the hood of North Philly. We were staying at the the dad's friend's place in the suburbs of Philly, right? Mm -hmm. Nice area. And he was, he's like this hood black dude who like had made it out of the hood and we're hanging out and I'm in his basement. He's teaching me how to play pool. And he's like telling all these old school stories about like growing up in North Philly. And I'm like, Oh, I love this guy. It's such an interesting perspective he has on the world. And he's like, got these crazy stories and jokes. And he's like an unreal pool player. He's teaching me how to play pool. And then I swear to God, the dude puts on big bang theory. He goes, ha ha man, shit, man, this is my show right here. This, this right here is my show, man. He's like, Oh my God, man. It gets me every time. I'm like big bang theory. <laughs> You're, I'm like, dude, the guy's watching fucking, he's like laughing at Sheldon's jokes on Big Bang Theory. I'm like, dude, you, you, you had a bullet graze the side of your head. You grew up in the same neighborhood as Meek Mill. And he's just sitting there like, dude, I can't get enough of this young Big Sheldon. <laughs> dude, are you kidding? Young dude, Sheldon. like unironically dying laughing to Big Bang Theory. So that's where like the comedic preferences of most Americans are starting. Yeah. At. So I guess... If you put Ryan Reynolds in a fucking superhero costume and have him tell a couple corny jokes, they're just gonna be like, "This is great." Yeah, I saw uh, the Suicide Squad over the weekend. Oh, the new is, one? Yeah, it's been deemed as the funniest movie in a long time. Oh no! <laughs> it was, How funny was it? It has Sylvester Stallone uh, being oh. the voice of a shark, ah. and people find it hilarious. Dude, it's as it's about as funny as you would imagine. Dude, if you don't think the Chinese are gonna take us over and enslave <laughs> us, you're a fucking idiot. Dude, we're all gonna be slaves to China. Are you kidding me? They were like the funniest movie in a decade, dude. It's so great. Why is it funny? You remember the guy that played Rocky forty five years ago? Yeah, I remember that guy, the roided up fucking dumb Italian. Well, he's voicing a shark <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's like, dude, it the Chinese don't even have to drop bombs on us. They're just gonna come put fucking dude they're literally just gonna come in here and then just like get a, a tv screen big <laughs> enough for the entire country to watch and they're just gonna give us all free mcdonald's and put on some fucking moronic vin diesel fast and the furious 29 mm -hmm. and then they're just gonna fucking mow us down <laughs> or just chain us all up and we're like it's like that dude that movie idiocracy is coming true coming true like quicker and quicker you ever watch that movie i didn't watch it but i know of it yeah luke wilson gets cryogenically frozen and uh, it's supposed to be like a two-week experiment, and then they the business goes out of business, and he ends up cryogenically frozen for 500 years. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up, and like everybody he ever knew is dead, and he's 500 years into the future, and everybody's just a moron. <laughs> he's like they're just watching like asses shake, and like the, the biggest comedy movie of the year is just people farting, just random farts, and people getting kicked in the nuts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're eating like slop, and they're like they're all like like developmentally disabled like what would have been in the year 2020 but now it's just like the norm uh -huh. it's it's so funny dude i'll have to check it out but it, it's basically happening right now yeah i mean didn't have to take 500 years no i mean so so suicide squad was it funny at all no <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad you said that dude it and uh, the, I think what made it worse was a lot of my like people around me were laughing. Not like the people oh, I knew, dude. but just it was a packed out theater. Dude, when people are like, "Dude, Deadpool's so funny, you got to watch it." I'm like, "Do you want to still be friends with me? <laughs> do you want to? Do you value my friendship or or not? Like, if you don't, that's fine. I understand if you got cooler friends, mm -hmm. but don't. We've known each other for years, and you're you know I'm a comedian. You're like, dude, you got to see Deadpool. No, I don't got to see Deadpool. I think I'm fine. 
I've seen fucking Dave Attell do new material. I think I'm okay watching Deadpool. You know mm. what I mean? I worked at Louis C.K. I don't need to see Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds with his washboard abs telling quippy jokes for a family of four in fucking, you know, Youngstown, Ohio. You know what I mean? At the local Regals. And they're like, man, this fucking Ryan Reynolds is is hilarious, man. I wish I knew a person that looked like that. He just looks like each of their arms. Like he's the same size as one of their arms. And they're just crying, laughing at a terrible Ryan Reynolds joke. Mm -hmm. God. So there's a new Suicide Squad. Yeah. They made a new one. The, the first one was like one of the most critically panned movies of all time. Yeah. Critics were like, it's it's despicably bad. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then James Gunn. Did you remember the James Gunn tr- controversy? What was the thing? So he directed Guardians of the Galaxy, one of like Marvel's biggest movies, right? Oh, yeah. And he got in trouble for saying what? He tweeted 10 years ago about raping children. And it, it was supposed to like be a, a joke, but it was very not funny. Nice. Yeah. So... <laughs> DC was like... Can't uh, say I haven't done the same, Mr. Gunn. <laughs> DC uh, was like, oh, because he got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 originally. So then DC was like, all right, what do you want to make for us? He said, I want to do the Suicide Squad again and make it good. Dude, can you imagine have, being that being that successful of a director and having that little creativity? <laughs> they go, you can make any movie for us. What do you want to do? I want to do a, another Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. They were like, we just did it four years ago. Let's do it a, a second time. Like, that's the big idea. Mm-hmm. It could have been anything. Could have been anything. You could have got a $150 million budget. You got 180. <laughs> 180. There we go. 180 to do another suicide. Why do we need that? It made $25 million. I'm going to get into it with the fucking Marvel people again, because I know you guys got your fucking panties in a bundle when I made fun of your favorite fucking Superman movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you adults. Sorry, adults. That I made fun of fucking Batman. <laughs> God. Is this one getting good reviews in New Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. People think it's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. I would heavily I mean, disagree. They think it's one of the best movies ever made? It's probably got like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. What? Really? People love it, man. Who's in it? Uh, John Cena. <laughs> 91%. Dude, th- 91% of people liked a movie starring jo- John Cena... Pete Davidson and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> will, will you stop it? Will you stop it? Will you stop it? John Cena, Pete Davidson, Sylvester Stallone. And everyone's like, this is awesome. <laughs> if it's if everybody doesn't like it because they think it's ironically funny, like unintentionally funny, mm-hmm. if that's if you're just watching the, those three people, I mean, if you if you ask me. Hey man, you need to pick three A-list celebrities mm. in 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 a room, and the goal is you need to sit down for a two-hour conversation with them, where all four of you talk, where the three of them talk, and you ask questions. And the goal is for in two hours, you got to have the three guys that are going to say literally nothing in two hours of time. I would be like, okay, John Cena, Pete Davidson, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Can you? I mean, can you imagine that room? John Cena's like, you just gotta do it. He's just rifling off like the Rock quotes about like motivation. <laughs> just do it every day. Get up in the morning, you know. Every morning, push yourself to the next <laughs> level. Be better than you were the day before. Just Gary V lines, mm-hmm. and then Sylvester Stallone's like, I agree. I, I've been doing the same thing, <laughs> and he just dies. And then Pete Davidson's like, I don't even know why I'm here. Like, I, 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 I'm just like an idiot. I've just been smoking weed all day. But I, don't, I just like waltzed in here and they gave me $30 million to, 
stand in the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean the the the. the Idiocy that must have been on the fucking set of that movie. In Pete's defense, he's in the movie for five minutes. Pete's in the movie so for five he, minutes. He's not a star. Sylvester Stallone and John Cena. Are Pete and I also have thing. a lot of mutual friends. I shouldn't be talking so much, man. I mean, I, I he fl- was the only person that made me smile. Yeah, for a second. Put it that way. That and there's he's like, a charming guy. I mean, from what I've heard from everybody who I know who knows him, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, I think he's a great movie character. Nobody says bad things about Pete yeah. from in the comedy world. I could believe it. People say he's not funny, which fair enough, but. They don't say he's like a bad guy. I mean, no. He's just like a really nice guy. He he looks like he would fit theoretically in a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, so just alone as the shark. Well, and you know what I will so. say is at least at least like they picked a guy who does comedy. Yeah, Pete, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not as much anymore. He doesn't do so much. Like I don't know if he's Pete's out doing stand up. Yeah, it's so fun. I almost like like even though I'm a good comedian and I work hard at like being a good comedian, especially in stand up. Dude, Pete Davidson was doing theater tours. Like, he would go to, like, FSU, like, Florida State, and do, like, a 9,000-seat theater and, like, sell it out. And, like, all the whole college there to see Pete. And he was just, like, dude, half-assing it to the extent where, like, he would have six of his friends open. They're all, like, buddies of mine. They would all open for him. They're all good comics, by the way, so they're all doing great. So he's like, let me have six good comics open. Mm -hmm. And then he would do, like... Like, a headlining set is, like, at least 40, 45 minutes. He would yeah. do, like, 15, 20 minutes, and he would just bomb. And then he would go. He, like, make would make a joke about it on yeah. stage. He'd be like, I love seeing your faces because, like, I, I know that y- you guys all came here excited, and now people are going to say, how was Pete? And you're going to go, he was all right, I guess. <laughs> like, he was just making fun of himself. And I was like, man, that actually is pretty awesome. Yeah. To be just so famous, and you used to do stand-up seriously, and now you're like, I just do it for $200,000 and I don't even try and then I make fun of the audience for having paid to come see me. Like, you're like trolling people at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I, part of me respects that. <laughs> like, never writing a joke, never working on your stage presence, just being like, let me cash a quarter million dollar check and then make fun of the people who bought tickets to see me. <laughs> it's good business. It is good business, dude. Um, dude, did you see, it's going to be the biggest talk of the town in Florida. When it really reaches here. Did you see they're making a hard, alcoholic Mountain Dew? No, I know. <laughs> I mean, could anything be more unnecessary? Absolutely not. Dude, dude, you think COVID cases are bad in Florida now? Wait till hard Mountain Dew hits the shelf. People are going to be tongue kissing in the street, dude. We're going to be at 50,000 Delta variant cases a day. Hard Mountain Dew is going to take over the state of Florida. So it's like from Mountain Dew. It's not like a knockoff. No, no, no. It's Mountain Dew's making an alcoholic beverage. Okay. I mean, could anything be more American? Just going, I want 70 grams of sugar, but I also want to catch a buzz. I mean, dude, the hangovers that are going to be had. It might be the new Four loco. Bro, suicides are going to go up because of how bad those hangovers are going to be. <laughs> dude, the amount of sugar that's in a Mountain Dew and then you mix it with booze. I mean, remember, have you ever been hungover on Fireball? Of course. You, you want to take your head off of your body and throw it down a hill. I'm like, I want to remove my head from my body. Can you imagine being hung over on hard Mountain Dews? Mm-hmm. I mean, what it's is gonna that? Be- that's going to do. There's going to be violence in the street. <laughs> There's going to be suicides are going to skyrocket in the state of Florida. I love how I'm just making it a Florida thing because mm-hmm. it's just so Florida. It's very Florida. It, I mean, hard Mountain Dew. What could be more Florida? You know what I mean? We're going to see a lot of them. I mean, God, man. <laughs> What could be more Florida, dude? They, I mean, what what could be more Florida than Hard Mountain Dew, like American flag Twinkies filled with cocaine? 
That's but that's it. That's the only thing more Florida than a hard Mountain Dew. Right. Who needed that? What psychopath at the Mountain Dew office was like, what if we just fucking put liquor in these things? Fuck it. People are killing themselves with this anyways. <laughs> just fucking pump them full of tequila. I mean, it's going to be the new thing. Every soda company is going to be on it. You yeah. see the seltzers selling out. Like, Hardened seltzers are probably putting, like, LaCroix out of business. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's a great point. I always think hard seltzers are probably putting beer companies out of business because it's like they're, they're not going to compete with, like, watermelon alcoholic drinks with yeah. the same amount of booze and 50 less calories. Like you're just not if you, if you're cuz I think Old Milwaukee, the brand is done, like they're done. They're they're out of business. Damn. And it's like, yeah, because Old Milwaukee is disgusting. It's like 50 calories more than a White Claw or a High Noon, and it tastes like like purposely it's like, oh, the flavor is ass. Like that's the if you were like, what does this taste like? It tastes like an ass. <laughs> but the, but now you have like pineapple flavored juice infused like 100 calorie drinks with the same amount of booze. Mm-hmm. So they're putting them out. But you made a good point. They might be putting like the Croix and like Pellegrino out of business. Yeah. Because people look at those, they're like, why don't I just catch a buzz? I want sparkling waters. Let me catch a little buzz. Mm-hmm. Right? That's crazy. I mean, everyone gets like Sprite and vodka. One yeah. Sprite coming out with theirs. Dude, there's going to be an alcoholic version of every single soda. Yeah. Bro. Talk about the Chinese taking us over. <laughs> Dude, when we're all fucked up on alcoholic sun-kissed, it's going to be so easy for another country to just come in and shoot us all in the head. <laughs> for them to just... Dude, the Chinese are going to have no problem. Mm-hmm. They're, the Chinese are, like, training to be the best at every physical activity of all time while, like, going to school 290 days a year and, like, excelling far and beyond us in, like, the math and science department and beefing up their military. <laughs> And enslaving Muslims, unfortunately. <laughs> but they're fucking ready to rock and roll. Let's be honest. We're not doing any of that shit. Not that we should be. But we're going to be drinking fucking alcoholic Mountain Dews, dude. We're going down. The, the days of us being a superpower are so over. They've been over. They're over, dude. Yeah. We're laughing at suicide. We're, our biggest comedy movie is where Sylvester Stallone plays a shark, <laughs> and we're drinking booze-filled Mountain Dew sodas. I mean... Dude, if you had like Lyndon B. Johnson look at what's going on here today, he would he would blow his own fucking brains out. He wouldn't even have to kill Kennedy. <laughs> God, dude. Jesus, man. Oh my God. I mean, it's just it is just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary. We were uh my girlfriend and I were looking at this thing earlier, which was driving me crazy. Have you seen this guy Justin LaBoy? No. He's like he essentially does like meme, like I, it's hard to. He does like tweets. Like you've seen people do. I've done done it for times. Like comedians will do it. You tweet something and then you screenshot your tweet and then you put it on your Instagram as a post. Right. He just does that like twenty times a day, and he's gained four million followers from it. And he's now got his own show on Revolt Network. Like he's got like Doing a television what? show, just interviewing like famous chicks. Because the, the tweets are just super relatable to, like, girls. Dude, I was reading them to my girlfriend, and I'm like, dude, who's into this? Like, shitting on it. And then I realized, like, all of a sudden I'm pulling the tweets up, and she's, like, liked every fourth tweet. It was so funny. I'm like, who would be into this? And she's, I'm like, oh, you like this one. He also tweets like he's a woman. It's very, and he's a straight man from Queens. It's very creepy and weird. He knows his market. Oh, dude, he knows his market to such an extent. When you want to grow old with your man, 
dot, 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 but he already old. 35, 38 minutes ago that was posted, 65,000 likes. Damn. I'm a heavy sleeper, but cut that AC or fan off and watch me rise up like Jesus. 300,000 likes. We're in the wrong industry. Dude, we are in the wrong industry. I should just say statements that barely mean anything and then make a gazillion dollars. Mm. Why are we trying to make good stuff? No, there's no point. It's pointless, dude. (laughs) I told this man I don't want to do this no more, and he said good morning. Eyes wide open emoji. I saw that one earlier, I think. Two hundred six, Dude, dude, these are on my time. These are on like every third Instagram story I look at is these tweets. Okay. Every chick... I mean, dude, you wonder, like, girls always like, why do these mediocre men get these beautiful women? It's like, because this is how easy it is to impress women. Let's be completely honest. I mean, 300,000, look at this. 335,000 people like this, all women, I would assume, like this tweet. Be careful who you vent to because vents go into other rooms. 335,000 likes. Don't ever question why an average-looking guy is dating a beautiful woman ever again. This is the bar. This is the bar. For it, we're, we're, this is the bar to get a woman to go, wow, that's a really good point. Be careful who you vent to because vents go into other rooms. You get it? Because, like, vents, but then, like, vent, like, get something off your chest, but then vents, like, the ones in my ceiling. 335,000 likes. <laughs> I mean, dude. And then, dude, these girl comics that I've, I've met will be like, it's so, like, mediocre guys. Like, every, every beautiful woman's boyfriend is literally just a random dude. Like, she's, like, bitter about, like, how, like, average-looking guys date, like, beautiful women. It's like, this is, this is all you got to do. Yeah. I'm so ready to move and not tell nobody where I live. 333,000 likes. Dude, I mean, I, I got to be honest. I, I respect this guy. He, he created a little catchphrase for himself. He just says, respectfully. That's what he says. He just goes, respectfully. That's what he's Hashtag respectfully at the end of his posts. At respectfully Justin. I mean, this guy's this guy's probably smarter than all of us. If we're being honest. Oh, for he was sure. just like, let me do the easiest, dumbest thing possible and make an entire career out of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll just say things. He literally has to do nothing. Yeah. Say in a hot tub. Oh yeah, they'll like that. Yeah. Write it. You can literally just go when he want to take you to dinner, but you'd rather sit on your couch instead. LMAO. Four hundred thousand likes, dude. Easy, easy. Four hundred k for my boy, La boy. <laughs> Easy, dude. He's smart. Yeah. That's smart. He's taking the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. which you're taught you're not supposed to do. You're taught, like, do it the hard way, do it the good way. But there's a market for it. That's why seeing the Giannis Antetokounmpo thing was so refreshing because it's, like, the first time you've seen someone actually, like, work for something and, like, get it done the proper way, like, when you won the championship. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, you did it the hard way. You did it the right way. It was, like, inspiring. And then, like, even though I, I like LeBron, like, he proceeded to sign half of the league to his team. And you're like, yeah, this is more fitting for 2021. Right. Like, I just, I want to do the least amount of work to get what I want. I want, like, this guy is sitting at his house, Uber Eats to his house, Ubering to wherever he wants to go, getting Amazon deliveries for all the clothes he wants to wear, choosing what he wants to do on Netflix. And then he goes, oh, fuck, I got to make another million dollars. What should I tweet? Uh, uh, if she removes her pants and panties at the exact same time, use a condom, dot, dot, dot. All right, so I just paid another two months of rent. <laughs> like, dude, 
I respect the guy. He's he's fitting for the time. He's taking the path of least resistance. Yeah. He's no Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's for sure. Mm. Maybe he'll be the next governor in New York, you know? Who knows? <laughs> there you go. Hey, Justin LeBoy for governor 2022. Brings it full circle. Brings it full circle, baby. That is our episode for today, folks. If you're new, please subscribe. Like, comment on all your platforms. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Take two seconds, dude. You, you just go into the Apple Podcast app. You search up Luke Tuma Podcast if you don't listen already. Or if you do listen, if you're a long-time listener and you never left me a little little note, just say why you like the podcast. Say something nice, you know? Say something real nice about me, and and then you put it right there. You see the little, see the little thing? Yeah, just put it in a nice little thing. Say something nice. You leave your name, I'll shout you out on the podcast. And follow me on Instagram, at Luke.Tuma on Instagram. Um, subscribe on YouTube. If you're going to be in New York City this weekend, Saturday, I will be performing at the Triad Theater in New York City. Get your tickets. The link is in my bio or on the Triad Theater's website. It's in the Upper West Side. Get those tickets. As always, I'm here with Chase Azarian, at Chase Azarian on Instagram, chilling with Chase on YouTube. You know the deal. Our favorite channel. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.